0: I love to watch birds. I I think they are beautiful. Uh, In fact, you know, in in our garden at home, um, sometimes birds would come and they would they would lay nests in our little plants that we have. They're they're not trees, even plants. They would lay and they would lay nests. They would lay a nest and they would lay eggs in that nest. Uh, We also have a little water feature in our garden. Sometimes birds come there and they bathe. Uh, you know, and, and it's, it's lovely to look at them. And some of them, some of the birds that come have got beautiful feathers, beautiful plumes. Um, sometimes when we travel overseas and we see different birds, I enjoy looking at them. But you know, there's something that I really, really detest. I hate, I hate any insects that fly. Any insects that fly, whether they are cicadas <laughs> or flying cockroach terrified of them. Uh, I hate, I I really don't like those insects that fly. They really bug me. You you saw what I did there, but uh, they really bug me, honestly. But one of those insects that not just bug me, but terrify me are bees because they sting. I've only been stung once in my life. Uh, but I've come pretty close to being stung several times. I remember once when I was in school and we used to go for this cross-country. Cross you know, we would go, uh, you know, merentas days, cross-country. And I remember once we were crossing through this place. There were trees and one of the boys um, disturbed a hive of bees. And those bees just came out there and they, they were furious. They came out and started hovering over us and we ran. We suddenly although we were so tired after running for so long, suddenly caught second wind and we began to run for our lives. And I remember I had a friend with me and a bee was just following us. Um, and the bee landed on him and stung him and he screamed in pain. And then the bee came and hovered around my head and I was furiously trying to get rid of the bee and the bee just went buzzing around my head and landed on me. It didn't sting me, but it landed on me and I was I was, I was was so sure I was going to get uh, and then I brushed it off and I, and I ran. I remember that evening when I went back home uh, and I related this story to my mom. And my mother told me an interesting fact. My mother said this, you know, if a bee stings somebody, it cannot sting again. Because when the bee lands on someone and stings that person, uh, it would leave its sting in that person, and it would fly off without its sting. The sting would be embedded in the person it stung, it stung. And the bee would fly off, and the bee would not have a sting anymore. And so I didn't know that. So now I, I, I suddenly understood how come the bee landed on me, but it didn't sting me. You know, the Bible tells us this uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse fifty for, um, yeah, it says this, death has lost the battle. Where is its victory? Where is its sting? This is the story of the resurrection. And it says, let me read that again. Death has lost the battle. Where is its victory? Where is its sting? Sin is what gives death its sting. And the law is the power behind sin. But thank God for letting our Lord Jesus Christ give us, give us the victory. Why are we singing this morning? Why is there a celebration this morning? You you saw the skit, you saw the dance, you, you, you... you, you went, you, you heard the worship. Why are we doing this? What's the big deal about the resurrection? Let me tell you what the big deal is. I'm just going to leave four words with you this morning. All the words starting with the letter V, so that you would remember. I hope you do. Number one, the word vacant. And that speaks about the tomb. You know, you go to France, you go to Paris, and there's this beautiful, ornate building. And inside there, you would see the tomb of Napoleon Bonaparte, who was the greatest emperor that France ever had. You go to many countries, and you would see tombs of their greatest leaders. Some of them are even religious leaders. You go to where the religious leaders would come from, or the greatest kings or greatest emperors and you would find their tombs. You go to Egypt and you'll see the pyramids that house the tombs of pharaohs that were rich and that were decked, ornately decked with gold and, and they were known to be amazingly influential people. But their tombs are there and their tombs are filled with their bones or what's left of it. But there is a tomb outside of Jerusalem that bore the body of one who called himself the Son of God. That tomb is vacant. It isn't there. And so because it was vacant, the second word I want to leave with you this morning is verified. The empty tomb, the vacant tomb verified the credentials of Jesus. That He is who He claimed He was. He is whom the Bible claimed He was. The Bible said that he was without sin. And the empty tomb would give credentials to that claim. Why were the other tombs filled? Because the Bible tells us this, my friends. The Bible says, he, the soul that sins, it shall die. We all will die because we sin. The Bible also tells us that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and that the penalty of our sin is death. But Jesus' tomb is, was empty because he did not sin, it was a verification of his credentials that He is the sinless Lamb of God, that He is the Son of God who had no sin. But He died, didn't He? Yes, He did. But you see, He died for my sin. When He went to the cross, He went to the cross knowing that Stephen would be born and he would be a sinner. And because of Stephen's sin, Stephen would have to die. And so Jesus went to the cross, and on the cross, on the cross, He paid the price for my sin, because the penalty of my sin is my death, and Jesus died for me. He took on Himself my sin. He took on Himself your sin, your wrongs, your past, the things that you are not proud of, the things you wish you could forget. Jesus took on Himself all of that. And He died in my place and in your place. But you see, because they were our sins, He died. But because they were not His sin, He didn't remain dead. That death could not hold on to Him. Death could not claim Him Because those sins that He died for were not His own. And so He rose again. And the tomb is empty. Isn't that amazing? That's why we celebrate. But see, that's not all. The third thing I want to leave with you is the word vanquished. Vanquished simply means conquered. Two things were vanquished when Jesus rose from the dead. One was sin, was disarmed. Remember I told you that my experience with the bee, that the bee landed on my friend and the bee stung my friend. The bee landed on me but did not sting me. Why? Because again, I found out later, my mom told me, that once a bee stings somebody, it leaves its sting in that person. And the bee flies off without the sting. And later on I read that it won't be long before that bee dies because the bee would have left part of itself in that sting. And the bee cannot survive without that part of itself. And so it will fly for a while and late it will die soon, late, soon after. When Jesus died on the cross for me, he took on himself. My sin. The Bible tells us the sting is death. The sting is sin. The sting is sin. He took on Himself. It was almost like He allowed this sin to sting Him. And He took the sting for me. And when He rose again... When He rose again, it was like He had borne the sting for me. And now, when death comes my way, it can hover around me. I may not like it. I may even be a little bit uncomfortable or even afraid. But this time, it cannot harm me anymore. It cannot harm me anymore because Jesus had taken away the sting. So it can scare me. Death can. Death will land on me. But it cannot harm me. Second thing, death is defeated. Because the real sting of sin is eternal separation from God. The real sting of sin is that I will go to hell and be eternally separate from God because I will go to hell for my sins. I will be judged for my sins. But what Jesus did was He, he died my death. And so now death is defeated. Death is defeated. I can look death in, the, in its face and I say, Oh death, where is your sting? Oh death, where is your victory? Because it has been defeated. Jesus defeated death for me when Jesus rose again from the dead three days after he was put there in the tomb. The final one I want to leave with you is victory. Jesus had victory over sin And the grave, yes. But I want to tell you what the good news is, my friend. The Bible tells us that Jesus has given us the victory. This morning, if you're a believer of Jesus Christ, if you've given your heart to Jesus, if you've invited Jesus into your life, this is what happens. Listen, this is what happens. Number one, all your past, your sins, all the things that you, that, 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 that you are not just uncomfortable with, but you're ashamed of, the things that you've done before that you know is, is wrong and doesn't please God, those things, the Lord Jesus has borne the punishment of those things on His body when He died on the cross. When He shed His blood for you, That blood was in payment of our sins. And Jesus died my death. He rose again. And so now Jesus now gives us the victory over sin and death. I think that's the coolest thing because what happens is this, my friends. Now I can look forward to living a full and wonderful life because God offers that to me. Forgiven of my past. Meaning to say that in God's record, there is no past to Stephen anymore. His past has been forgiven and covered and blotted out from the book of records because Jesus has already paid for it in full. All I have now is a future. And a future in heaven with Him for eternity. That's enough for celebration, isn't it? That's good reason to celebrate. That Jesus' victory was not just his. His victory was mine as well. His victory is yours as well. And it's just that people don't know. We, we, We look at death like something horrible, but we forget. That Jesus took the sting of death, and death can no longer harm us, because when sin was paid for on the cross, that sting of death was borne by Jesus, and death left Jesus, left its sting there, and death now no longer can harm us. And just like the bee, it spelt the death of death. I'm going to just say a short prayer right now. If you'd like to receive Jesus, if you'd like this hope for your future, if you'd like your past buried and blotted out, if you want the gift that Jesus is offering you to have your sins forgiven, and a gift that Jesus is offering you to have a wonderful eternity with Him, a future that, that you cannot even imagine, then you repeat this prayer after me. All right, let's bow our heads. Let's close our eyes. Jesus, I want to thank you for loving me so much. I know I'm a sinner and I can't do anything to save myself because nothing I ever do will ever be good enough. Because your standards are perfection and I know I'm not perfect. So thank you for coming. Thank you for going to the cross. Thank you for taking on yourself, my sins and the punishment that I deserve, you bore for me. Thank you for rising up from the the dead because when you did that, you took away the sting of death. That death can no longer harm me if I give my life to you. And right now, Jesus... I want to say that I'm sorry for the things I've done. I want to turn around and start living a new life with only my future ahead of me, not my past. Because my past is blotted out and paid for in full. So I receive you into my heart as my Savior. I receive you into my heart as my Lord. Come in, change me. And help me, Lord, to now live the life that you offer me. In Jesus' name, amen.